This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening and welcome to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Today, Irirangi Onatangata O Manawatu for another Tuesday night. This is the voice of reason, Sammy G, here in the NPR studio, and I am joined by internet magical magicalness. I screwed that up. Oh well, roll with it. Uh, I am joined by 50% of the CPW Tag Team Champions, Mr. Rick Gunn. Yup, yup. And the superhero himself, Mr. JK47. I'm not going to point out the fact that yes, you did screw that up, but it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for joining me. Uh, over the weekend, we had uh, NXT Halloween Havoc. Uh, so we're going to go through the results of that. And we also have CPW's Trick or Treat. Uh, so we will have some matches to talk about. And uh, things to look forward to this weekend. But yes, we will start with Halloween Havoc. Raygun, you saw none of it? No. And so you were not disappointed then? Well, you should have been. It was awesome. It was almost like there was a whole different person in charge of NXT. Who would have thought? Hmm. Well, to be fair, DX just runs WWE now, so. Mm, corporate sellouts. Yeah, they became everything they hated. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a meme recently of uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H eating bananas, wearing Raw's War t-shirts. And uh, the comment was something like, imagine in like 20 years, these guys will be running WWE. Mm-hmm. The same guys that just wore, that came down with the riot shields of the window wipers on when they were talking to Sergeant so Slaughter. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, well, there, there was all the infamous press conference, the State of the Nation address they did. I have lost count of the number of times in high school that I would like just recite that promo. Oh, yeah. But what could go wrong if you give them the keys to the castle? Nothing. Mm hmm. I'd say so far they're doing things pretty right. <laughs> the only thing that's made me sad is the fact that they got rid of Jeff Jarrett and replaced it with Road Dog, but you know. DX. That's just. Well, that's how the story went back all those years ago. Oh, yeah, long term <laughs> storytelling. You want it, they got it. Hmm. They just repeated in the same in the history, you know? Um, Jeff Jarrett was replaced by Road Dog years ago, so. Totally, like, forgot about it. And, like, just it was yeah. sort of destiny as well, because they made the roadie the roadie. Yeah. Not just a name anymore. Mm-hmm. That's his job. He's not just Road Dog, he's Road Agent. And hit yeah. live events. Yeah. He's like the king of Road Agents then. Hashtag living the gimmick. And again, as as the immortal quote goes from WWF attitude back in the day, if 
you played as Triple H, his pre-match taunt was, DX is on top of the wrestling world, and God knows we like it best on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Just wondering how Stephanie feels about that. But anyway, carry on. Oh, we saw. You've seen the size of Triple H, right? I was just going to ask much of man. But anyway, carry on. Oh! Ooh. Does that smell like comedy to you? Well, it was comedy giving off that scent. <laughs> you guys I was referring to Stephanie from Catering. I don't know who you guys are talking about. You know, I still want to get signed by the one day, so... That's her name. Mm. <laughs> catering, yes. Her name is Catering. Yes. The sterling of sex unless doesn't remember names. I just get put in the paddock with a mare and go. Kane's a mare. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Love to see you in a paddock with him. All right. Wouldn't you all? It'd be a sight, all right. Mm. He can show me his big red machine. Mm. And I could be like, Jamie's in bigger. Four minutes, 58 seconds. Yep. That's what she said. (laughs) Not to Sammy. Anyway, moving on. Halloween Havoc. Uh, Hell of a show from what I saw. Uh, I between believe between Jay and I, we, we saw most of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I was, well, to be perfectly honest, I was furiously making graphics at the same time. Um, so got a little bit distracted there. Um, but yeah, no, 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 I, I watched most of it. Um, I hadn't planned on sort of watching the whole show. I sort of just had it on in the background because, hey, I was home and wrestling was on. Um, something that never really happens. So I thought, <laughs> cool, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. And Very long yeah. weekend. Yeah. I got a bit distracted, uh, you know, when it came to the first match. So, yeah, that got my attention. Uh, speaking of first matches, this was the ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. Uh, Von Wagner, Oromenza, uh, Nathan Fraser, Camelo Hayes, and West Lee. And I didn't know a single person on the match. Uh, I knew a couple of them. Wesley's the only rascal that didn't get fired, right? MSK. Yeah, the rascals as they were known before then. Is wrestling outside the WWE machine, Sammy? God. I know, because it's on the network. Uh, but yes, anyway, ladder match. This was uh, epic, I think is a nice way to put it. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, as a connoisseur of fine ladder matches, I would have to tend to agree. Um, yeah, it's ladder matches are really, really hard things. It's like most gimmicky matches, to be perfectly honest. That they either go really, really well, or they don't because... They're trying to go, you know, make them go really, really well. And they're trying too hard. This had really nice little balance on it. So. Reminiscence to a ladder match I saw the week before. But anyway, carry on. Uh, unified. Nice, nice. 
Uh, yeah, there was a few things in this that I hadn't seen before. So there was a few, yeah. Uh, this... It's good, because they've sort of been WWE's problem for a while, as they've sort of, I don't know, a lot of their last few ladder matches have been reasonably lackluster, because they've run into that wall of, we've sort of done everything we can do with the ladder as a gimmick now. Uh, I think I think the difference with this one, um, you had a bunch of hungry guys really that wanted to make you know big names for themselves. They wanted to make that impression, and obviously extremely talented guys. Like when I say I don't know who the hell any of them are, it's, it's, you know, I don't have enough time to watch really SmackDown or Raw, let alone NXT. You know, and and kind of. Once they went to a multicolored, I sort of fell off the NXT bandwagon a little bit. Um, but like I say, I put this one on in the background just as I'm doing my stuff. And, yeah, it quickly got my attention. And, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Especially, you know, it had to start off with somebody has to walk underneath the ladder in their entrance. That's mm. just, like, compulsory. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, the Jeff Hardy spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, just some of the stuff was amazing. Even almost some crowd participation in this match. Yeah. You see that when yeah. Von Wagner pulled out an oversized ladder and almost took out somebody in the front row. Yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful. Um, yeah. No, no, no. I would have, if I was the guy, I just would have taken it and sold it like a champ, you know, well, at least they- would have got some free merch out of it. Well, he can't sue them because I'm pretty sure that there's like the waiver that comes with buying a ticket to NXT. So, slash any WWE live event. Yeah. So yeah. they can't sue for anything that happens. Well, uh, even if they could, you've sort of got a. I know America's lawsuit laws are pretty blase, but it's a lot harder to pull that shit off when it was an accident. You've sort of got to be able to prove gross negligence. And there's a HD stream they can refer to that shows it was clearly an accident. Well, mind you, they did have an oversized ladder and an undersized side of the ring for them to pull it out. You know, but yeah, no, it was, there was some innovative uses of letters. Um, and yeah, the uh, when Wesley got chucked onto the commentators' desk. Oh, yeah, speaking of I'm like, Wagner. he's dead. Yeah, uh, I thought he was dead on that one. Um, and then, yeah, I'm terrible with names. Um, it was a guy they did very gracefully. He did. He did. He he. Uh, he it was one of those announced tables that wasn't supposed to break in the first match, and didn't. So he just bounced off it. <laughs> um, and then there was uh, the two guys that did the, the Spanish fly onto the ladder. Springboard Spanish fly, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought that guy had killed his knee. I'm like, yeah, no, he's, he's gone. Um, but no, he popped back up and jumped off for more stuff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. The oversized ladder, I think it was Joe Fraser. Nathan Fraser that put him through the ladder. Put Von Wagner through it. Yes. Yeah. And the frog splash. Yeah. Put him straight through that. Um, I was kind of hoping there was... for a senton or like maybe a shooting star, but you know, frog splash is still mm. cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, having been a, a, a guy that has once jumped off something high onto 
well, I don't think he was high at the time, but anyway, um, jumped off onto a person onto our ladder. You know, that's it's a pretty cool bump to take. Um, <clears throat> but that we must have stronger ladders in New Zealanders. Mm. Um, and then I liked Wesley's run up the ladder that was on the outside, the Superman punch to cut off somebody climbing up a ladder. Well, that was quite unique. I've seen that before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I was actually really, really impressed by it. Um, and, and yeah, it was uh, – if they wanted to start, a, you know, a pay-per-view off and show that they're doing something different, that was definitely the way to go. Um, the numerous chat groups that I'm in on the interwebby thing, um, yeah, everybody was saying that this was – yeah, this was – had a tinge of black and gold. Yeah, yeah. No, it was very, very cool. It also reminded me of the very first Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania 21. <laughs> Just, yeah. Ladder innovation, <laughs> multi-man ladder match, high stakes. Well, yeah, when you've got a multi-man ladder match, they, like I say, they're either a train wreck or they're a train wreck. You know, it's either it's either absolutely brilliant because it was a train wreck, or it was just a train wreck of a match. Um, and it's a really, really fine line. Um, and you generally don't know until after you've done it whether you've stuffed it up. But no, they did not. Um, yeah. The only kind of negative I had in that whole match was Nathan Fraser's selling or lack thereof. There was a few times when the camera was on him and, like, he would have been mm. through a lot and just... Yeah. Aside from being breathless, there wasn't a lot of, like, pain. Maybe he just has a really high pain threshold. Mm. No, it could be, but also, also, you know, let's peek behind this curtain a little bit. Um, in a big multi-man match like that, you're generally just concentrating on your spots. Um, and timing, yeah, and yeah, and timing, and and especially when the stakes are so high, with ladders being involved and stuff like that, one wrong move, you jump in the wrong direction, or you you land a little bit wrong, could be catastrophe, right? So, yeah, uh, if it had been a sink, if it had been if it had been a singles match, um, I probably would have been. Um, a bit more concerned about that. But yeah, no, I liked it. Oh yeah, me too. And massive congratulations to Wesley. He got the, uh, you deserve it chant from the NXT crowd, which he wholeheartedly deserved that. So yeah. Yeah. And if he was the guy who won, then I would agree with it. He was. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, second match on the card, we had uh, the casket match, which was part of the spin the wheel, make the deal uh, thing they had for Halloween Havoc. This was one of two. Yeah. Uh, so Apollo Crews and uh, Grayson Waller and the Druids. Yes, yes. Stuart. Was there? <laughs> Stuart's cousins. Yeah, no. I actually, when they brought out the casket, I went, "Yay, Stuart!" And sort of 
So I was listening to it with the headphones on and, um, yeah, sort of the rest of the house sort of looked at me. I just waved back at them and went, yeah, hi. Yep. Um, but, yeah, no, it was really cool. Um, unnerving to see Apollo Crews in pants. It's how long it's been since I've seen Apollo Crews. Mm. Um, but, yeah. And it's like still sky blue. Yeah. Yeah. In uh, this, they had to really push the rules through the commentary on this one because there was a moment where Apollo Crews goes through the lid of the casket, and uh, I think As everybody one. knows you must open the lid and then close it. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, Apollo Crews was in the casket; he went through the lid to get there, <laughs> but yeah. So they busted one casket. Uh, Grayson Waller was claiming his victory, and then the lights went out. And then Apollo Crews was standing in the entranceway with more druids and another casket, which was bigger this time. Of course, that's you would you would expect nothing less. Yeah. Did this one have Katie Vickin it? <sighs> Oof. <laughs> or was she busy? I just thought with you know, Triple H you now running. You know, yeah, man. That's he's, bringing a, he's bringing a lot of people back. He's bringing a lot of people back. I hear Kane's, you know, they're going to Knoxville soon. So, you know, anyway, Karen. Ooh. Uh, it's one of Triple H's first loves. <laughs> one of Kane's longest. Uh, for those that don't know the history, I'm not even going to bring that one up. Google it. <laughs> uh, but to answer the question, no, Katie Vick was not in the casket. Okay, cool. Uh, interestingly, that was the first time they'd ever had a casket match on uh, an NXT premium live event. And it was also the first casket match since uh, the Greatest Royal Rumble. And I think the fourth huh. that didn't feature The Undertaker. Hmm. Can, they re- you know, can you really call them a casket match if The Undertaker's not involved? I know. You know? It's like, it just doesn't make sense. You know? It'd be like the gun cabinet doing a Punjabi prison match. Without the great Kali? No, we just have <laughs> the great Sharpie. Anyway, he'll probably kill me for referring to him like that. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> but no, as you know, it was it was it was good. I I enjoyed it. Um, unfortunately, they had the envious task of following the ladder match. Um. So I, I think that probably took the shine off the, the match a little bit. Um, but no, it was good. It was good. It was, yeah, like I say, it, it, it leaps and bounds ahead of the previous few pay-per-views we may have seen from this particular brand. Premium so, live event. Premium live event, yeah. Get with the lingo, God. Uh, one thing that also 
struck a nerve was referring to uh, Grayson Waller was going for a tombstone. That was cool. Apollo Crews reversed it and then did like a... I can't remember the actual term, but I know it's like a lung blower. Mm. Like a tombstone lung blower thing. Uh, but yeah, I think it was Booker T even referred to it as a tombstone pile driver. I was like, that's not a bloody tombstone pile driver, and I got quite grumpy about it. But that's the only like real kind of gripe I had. Hmm. <laughs> I like how you what consider that a real gripe too. That's adorable, Sammy. Mm. <laughs> Come on, man! They're professional announcers. They should know. Says the guy that couldn't even name it himself. But anyway, that's not the point. I wasn't recorded on commentary. Says the guy who forgets his favorite wrestler's name every radio show. What, Ray Gunn? Charlie Roberts. <laughs> Charlie Roberts. Yeah, so you forgot it again. Like, I'll take the shout out, but you forgot it again already. I can't forget Charlie Roberts. Except for that one time. And again, that was willful ignorance because... Because. Is that your new gimmick name, Willful Ignorance? <laughs> that's if I start putting Will Power in more title matches. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You've been there, done that, though, way. Eh? Will Power put himself in there by being a hot top tier talent. <laughs> Earned his spot. So was Charlie Roberts. And have the decency to remember his name, Sammy. I do. It's just that, again, that one time. That one time. <laughs> Repeatedly one time. Anyway, carry on. Uh, We're talking next. Next. Or NXT. Yes. Uh, Apollo Crews picking up the victory. And then we had the second spin the wheel, make the deal match, which was the weapons wild match featuring uh, Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade. Yes, did not see any of this. Ah. Uh, Battle of the Friends basically came down to Cora Jade saying, uh, you were never my friend. And Roxanne Perez saying, you were my best friend or something like that before delivering a... Uh, I just gave Booker T crap for like not saying the right name of a move, but now I'm having a total brain fart. Canadian Destroyer-esque thing, which she calls the Pop Rocks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but there was a sweet moment where they were brawling around the arena, went up onto one of the platforms and they both took a high dive bump through a table. Yes, I did see that. I did see the um, the, the short of that bit. Um, and I was like, oh, I missed that. So, yeah. Through the wonders of the network, you can always replay it too. Well, if I knew we were going to discuss this today, I probably would have. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, following the Weapons Wild match, we had the ambulance match between Julius Creed and Damon Kemp. Uh, it's not an ambulance match if Kane's not involved. Damn right. 
flashbacks to 2003. Kane and Shane. I might have to go back and watch that match. I've been... I watched the Creed brothers on and off a little bit over the last year or so there. I haven't been able to put my finger on it, but I'm pretty sure I like them. <laughs> I'm just I'm just very crude. I'm very confused. They don't look anything like their dad, Apollo. <laughs> what does their milkman look like? That's all I'm asking. Oof. Oof. Uh, I will be honest, this is about the point where, oh, also forgot, kind of interspersed between matches, they had uh, a cinematic thing with uh, Toxic Attraction and Alba Fire in a haunted house situation. Yes, this was this was very cool. Um, very, very well done. Um, it was, yeah. Um I really liked it. Um, I liked the com- comedy. There was quite a bit of comedy in it, which I thought was really, really cool. Like um, the scary things jumping out and then getting kicked in the nuts. And um, was yeah, this was was quite good. Um, I think they done very, very well with that. Kind of gave me like the Buffy the Vampire Slayer esque kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, uh, very much so. Uh, there was a moment with uh, Gigi sitting at a table at a, well, at a tea party, haunted tea party <laughs> with Chucky. Oh, yeah. Big shout out to Chucky. It was a nice little pop when I saw him. Who um, is yeah. kind of one of the hosts of Halloween Havoc. Yeah. As well as... It has absolutely nothing to do with his new TV series. But anyway, carry on. All that. Yeah. That's true. Uh, also, Shotzi and Quincy, whose name has escaped me. Yes. Very scary. But anyway, carry on. Anyway, they were hosting. Uh, yeah, so I fell asleep during the ambulance match, so I'm, I'm not very much help from this point onwards. <laughs> Well, Kane threw Shane in the back. Oh, sorry, Karen. <laughs> I know the 2003 one. I was yeah, yeah. No, it was it was good. Again, um, I I didn't actually get to see the end of this one either, but um, it was yeah, it was it was cool. Um, yeah, it made me want to see more of um Creed Brothers. Um, I say I've, I've sort of missed so much, um, but I think. Out of the main thing I've got out of this pay per view so far was just like, geez, I've got to start watching this again, which is really what you sh- what should happen. You know, they they talk about you get your diehard fans that watch it week from week to week, but your pay per views or your you know premium lime events or whatever they're called, you know, sponsored by Scootering uh, what the scooter place, you know, Lava. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Um, they should attract more people and make more people want to watch um, and tune in to the episodes. So they were doing, certainly done done well with me. And to be perfectly honest, you can get a grumpy old bastard like me to um, sort of pay attention, um, even though I can't remember what happened in all these matches. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about it. So, yeah, it worked. But um, 
Yes, I don't know who won this ever, so let's just say the winner of the day was wrestling. Well played. Uh, I'm just going to speed her on the last two matches. Uh, well, three. Julius Creed won the ambulance match. Mandy Rose retained the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Which was a surprise because that was the one I knew uh, kind of about. Well, there was two matches, but we'll get to the other one soon. The Mandy Rose match. I was certain she was going to lose and then go back. Um, so when she didn't lose, I was, I was yeah, very surprised. Um, so, but yeah. Yep. I will go back and watch this at some point. Uh, and then the main event was a triple threat match. Braun Breaker retaining the NXT Championship against Ilya Dragunov and JD McDonough. Now, serious question here. McDonough, does he not look like a dwarf that's been stretched? If you go back and look, his head is proportionally way bigger than his body. And... I'm not making fun of any dwarfs or any little people, whatever they would like to be called. But you know how they've all got that look with their heads slightly bigger than their bodies? He is like that. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't not see it through the whole show. It looks like his head has been photoshopped onto somebody else's body. And I think Sammy G has just pulled it up, and I think she has just clicked on the same thing. No, the thing that was bothering me about him is that I knew him from NXT UK, but I couldn't remember what his name was. And so I <coughs> pulled up his page, and it's uh, it's in the name, too. JD, which stood for Jordan Devlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But fantastic wrestler. I was really, really impressed by this whole match. Um, Dragunov absolutely loves him, even though he stole the name of one of New Zealand's greatest wrestlers. Ivan Dragunov, Google him. Um, fantastic wrestler, well missed. I wish he'd come back. Um, but yeah, I was really super impressed by these ones. And just the, there's something about the UK guys and the hits that they do. It's just that that freaking running headbutt that Dragunov does. Um, it, that is just like, yeah, I'm going to take you out, but. I'm going to take you out using my head, which is potentially going to take me out. But I'm going to do it anyway. Then when my um, arm's over, I'm going to use that three seconds to recover while <laughs> also yeah. hoping to win. Yeah. He's, um, oh, I was absolutely impressed. And having not seen a lot of Braun Breaker, um, because I love the Steiner brothers, and I didn't really want to... <sighs> I guess I kind of did want to be disappointed by seeing the next generation of Steiner brothers who realistically should not live up to the previous generation. Um, yeah, this match was freaking awesome. Um, especially the ending. The the sequence going to the ending with so many close uh, close falls and so many big hits. So you just went, yeah, no, that's it. But no, it didn't happen. You know, the old, let's hit my big finishing move on my opponent. Oh, shit. The, the guy that I've just beaten up has just quickly run into the ring, threw me up, and you know he's pinning the other guy, which wins every single time. Didn't win. The, you know, this, the, the 
the, the whole bunch of finishing moves, big huge hits that then culminated to all three of them being on their knees, throwing hands at each other, being absolutely stuffed. Um, it was awesome. This this one was another one again that I thought, oh well, it's it's, it's um, you know, Vaughn Breaker's time to to move on, but it wasn't. No. Nope. You know? um, and and I found myself watching this match, going, well, he's gone, the Breaker's out of here. So which one do I want to win? And I couldn't decide which one because McDonough was just the heel you hate. The Dragonoff is just, oh, I'm assuming he's a heel as well, but he's just that nutty, I'm going to do anything to win type character. Um, with a real big evil streak, but it's almost like a good guy as well. There were times where it was a little bit confusing, but I loved it because it was, it, you know, and again, was intriguing for me, made me want to tune in next week to find out what the hell's going on because this is awesome. Um, so, yeah. No. NXT, NXT, NXT. Hmm. Uh, we will no. go to a quick break here on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks, but stay tuned for more wrestling. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Welcome back to Pipe Bombs and Hitlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Today, Ereangi Onatangata O Manawatu for another Tuesday night. This is still the voice of reason, Sammy G, still here in the NPR studio, and I am still joined by, via internet magical magicalness uh, by 50% of the CPW Tag Team Champions, Mr. Rick Gunt. Come here. And Mr. JK47. I'm still watching NXT. Good. Good. This week we're going to find out who the fourth member is in Schism, and it's quite exciting. Okay. <laughs> uh, there was a backstage promo with with the guys in the smiley faces masks. Ah, ah, okay. Now this is making completely no sense. But anyway, yes, it's not making any sense to me. I don't know anything about smiley face masks. What is it? What is it about these groups? And you know, you've got the white six, you've got them four, and you know. I don't know. All these people wanted to be the cool kids like the gun cabinet. But anyway. Yeah, that's it, man. They just saw the strategy worked for us. We came together mm. because we realized we needed people watching our six. And everyone was like, hey, that's a pretty good idea. We should do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. Yes. Cool. We'll run with that. Uh, anyway, before- soon, you, soon you're going to tell me that there's going to be a group running around saying Sammy G, what he says to Ray Gunn, you know, says me, Daddy. But anyway, carry on. That's AEW and it's already been done. Stole my gimmick. Gimmick infringement. Yeah, but they dropped their name, didn't they? And they realized the real, who the real big guns were. Yeah. Uh, before the break, we were talking about NXT Halloween Havoc 2022, uh, available to watch on replay on the WWE Network. Uh, and now we're going to look ahead to this weekend 
at Wellington High School. I made sure I got the uh, venue right this time. Uh, we have got CPW's Trick or Treat. The real Halloween tradition. Whoop, yeah. whoop. Hmm. It's usually at NIO and called Nightmare at NIO, but now it's not at NIO. It can't really be called that. So we call it Trick and Treat. An American werewolf in Wellington? Um, that, that, that. Don't have any Americans on the card. Or any werewolves. Ameri- well, no, Liam Erickson's here. He's kind of hairy. Kind of hairy. He's not werewolf hairy. Huh. Well, I don't know. Have you seen him drop trail in the locker room? No, I can't because Sammy's wang's usually in the way. <laughs> Well, we've, this we've, is true. we've got the stallion of sexlance. So you could have like the nightmare of of CPW. I, no, I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna refer to the you know, Liam Erickson as the Viking of Viagra, but anyway, carry on. Yeah, yeah, that's all like going in a whole totally different direction. Mm. Yeah. You're both gutter brained and can't stay focused longer than ten seconds. We're not gold. Would that mean? Like, would that mean? Would that? Would that make the leader of Redacted the Bryant of Bluetooth? Because <laughs> he's a big prick. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> we'll get to him. <coughs> uh, so yes, let's let's start with with our good friends, the Gun Cabinet, because you, you, you're both in my presence. So, this weekend, presents, yay! At CPW, not Christmas. It's Halloween. I know. But Halloween is one of my favorite times of year, so I'm a very giving man. <laughs> Such a joker. Yeah, I'm not sure That's if he's making an appearance yet. Uh, we'll talk. Anyway, uh, the Gun Cabinet will be yes. defending their CPW Tag Team Championships. Damn straight. Against? The Young Nats. Yes. There you go, Ray. You didn't know who you were fighting. Now you do. Yay. And it's the Nats. I've dealt with them before. We can deal with them again. We didn't get to put the final nail in the coffin on the last show, so we'll do it at Halloween instead. That kind of talk. And it's a casket match. I was going to say, that kind of talk. No, I'm I'm not going to make it a casket match. Okay. We we just hang on to Halloween and have it. I would argue even if you did, that works to our favor. Because, like... The young nets are both small enough they'd fit in one casket, whereas, like, the big Ryan Zero and myself are large enough that we need a casket each, so that still works in our favour. Hmm. That gives us twice the opportunities to put them in caskets as they have us. I'm going to sit on that for a year. Then I'll get back so to you it. take their 13.75% and you add that to our 33.5%. Steiner math. And we've got a 114 kajillion chance of winning this match. Still works out. Uh, (laughs) So, yes, I am going to give the Young Nats another chance at the CPW Tag Team titles. You don't put it like that, like you're throwing them a bone, Sammy. I mean, we know you're biased and all that, but come on. Bryant interfered in the last tag team title match. I merely... Trying to make the situation right. They were the number one contenders. I'll allow it. 
doing the right thing. Uh, also on the card, we have Liam Erickson. Last week I said he would be in action. Tonight I'm going to announce that we, I'm going to make Devontae's wish come true, and he's going to get another shot at the Viking Liam Erickson. Yeah, giving man. You're a giving man, Sammy G. Third time's a charm, hopefully. That's what she said. Oof. Uh, we are also going to have, well, the, the newly minted Aftershock heavyweight champion, Umlaut. Yes, the, from the Circus of Tragedy. Issuing it. Got some gold. Wow, so, some, some silver, silver? No, it's gold. I know that belt quite well. Yeah, he is now the Unified Championship Wrestling Aftershock Heavyweight Champion. It's got a great pedigree, that belt. Um, He successfully defeated Abraxas, who's a former Aftershock Champion, and Stuart the Druid, who was was the Aftershock Champion, in a ladder match. Um, and, And yeah, so he, well, Boris contacted the CPW management and Boris said that uh, Omelette's a fighting champion and um, yeah let's have a Halloween street fight kind of fitting for the circus um, so yeah I believe Omelette's actual words were meow 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 yeah yeah so I'll so, allow it yeah no that'll be cool so we don't know who he's going to face but it's got to be pretty pretty hazardous to um, you know be in a street fight so yeah And Halloween, so I can only mm, imagine yeah. what kind of fun things the circus has planned. Yes, as long as there's no slip, trips, or fall. Anyway, carry on. Well, there's going to be a fall, damn it. One fall. I'm sure it'll be a hazard-filled match. Mm. Mm. Yes. Uh, we also have the return of one William Cunning to CPW. Yes, it'll have to be in the second half because I hear he's always late. Ooh, hashtag where's Cuddy? Uh, but he'll be going uh, up against Taylor Adams. Yeah, really, really looking forward to this one. Um, I know William Cutting will be chomping at the bit to get into the ring. Um, and, and Taylor Adams will be chomping at the bit to knock William Cutting's head off. So I think it's going to work out for both of them. Aren't we um, yeah. So, no, it, that's legitimately going to be one of the matches to watch for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I predict there's going to be some heavy hits and some solid blows. Um, but, yeah. You know, looking forward to that one. Ready, ready. Speaking of heavy hits, we've also got Tim Warren going one-on-one against Chalky Murdoch. Yes, yeah, well, it's been been a while since we saw Chalky Murdoch in the uh, CPW ring. Um, I believe the last time was, well, back in the Roberts Invitational Battle, where he, he, he seemed to, well, Trip Hazard grew massively from his entrance to his in-ring um, Thing, which a lot of people speculated was Chalky Murdoch under the under the mask, but this has not been conf- confirmed. 
um, because it was later revealed to be Chad Howard underneath the mask. But anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, no, it'd be awesome to see Chalky back um, and, and taking on Tim Warren. So, yeah, yeah, you don't get much bigger or harder hitting than that match. So, yeah. That was back in 2019 BC, I believe. BC meaning yeah. before COVID. Yes, yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Now, you've just jinxed the whole show and it's probably not going to happen. Thank you, anyway. Uh, we've also got the legacy of New Zealand Professional Wrestling Cup being defended by the Shadow Ninja against his Which is pretty contender. good. I'm glad Shadow Ninja's defending it because he is the holder of the cup. Yes. He He's had an impressive reign, Shadow Ninja. He has, he has. And, and you know, the the last CVW show at Apuni, um, he managed to defeat... Luke Starr. Um, Luke Starr was not going to take that line down, so he challenged him again at Brewtown and picked up the victory. So, hey, we've got to have the rubber match. Um, and and judging by the, the promo video that Luke Starr put out the other day, um, he's obviously been training hard for this match. Um, he's focused. He's determined. Um, yeah, this could go either way. Speaking of training hard, Harry Williams said that nobody was on his level, which caught the attention of a man that we also have not seen in CBW for a long time. The one, the only, the fixation, Jimmy Fox. Yes, yes, it's been probably a bit more than that. Um, Yeah. Um, last last seen in the CPW ring as a tag team champion with Bad Bromance um, and Dan Martins. Um, unfortunately, was unable to compete on the night um, when they lost the titles. Unfortunately, but he's back. Um, he's sort of like most people on this planet. He got sick of listening to Harry Williams' mouth, um, and and decided to, hey, here's somebody, here's a bug I'd like to squash on my way back to the CPW. So, yeah, let's bring it on. Um, I was a bit concerned then when you mentioned uh, training hard and Harry Williams in the same sentence. Um, (laughs) Kind of reminded me of the Shrek quote, you know, working hard or hardly working. But anyway. um, I mean, at the same time, he's rich, so he generally gets away with that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Could have at least got some of the honest T-shirt for his last promo. Fair. Hmm. Uh, And then we have our main event, which uh, if you follow the CPW Facebook page, will have seen last week that it was originally Mm. scheduled to be James Shaw going one-on-one. With Charlie Roberts. Charlie Roberts. Okay. But uh, due to legal reasons, became a triple threat match, including redacted. Due to the bias once again shown by CPW general managers. This time apparently legally binding bias too. Mm. No, 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 no repercussion for the, for the traumatizing kidnapping that happened to 
a, a superhero. Reward, in fact. Yes, yeah. Rewarding them. Yeah. Mind you, Brian may get beaten up by Charlie Roberts and James Shaw because both men are very, very capable of it. So it, it, it could be a suitable punishment. But then also, Charlie Roberts and Bryant have that history of being in Rodeo Drive, so... Yes, the insurance insurance policy going against the Yelfalite, that's that's actually really intriguing. Um, I think the only way this match gets better if you make it a four-way and put the superhero in, but anyway, I'm not going to put ideas in your head. Um, no, in all seriousness, this is this is you know you've got you've got James Shaw, and you've got Charlie Roberts, who are icons who are at the very very top of New Zealand professional wrestling. But then you've got Bryant, who's he's way up there as well. He's a but has his haters. He has his haters in the New Zealand professional wrestling scene. Um, so he's, I, I guess, from his point of view, if I try and put myself in those big behemoth boots of his, I'd be looking at making this is my time to shine and show the world that I oh, am yeah. on a level. You know? Blind at the um, moment definitely has a chip on his shoulder. So what we want about the shenanigans of the last couple of shows? I mean, he attacked us after our tag title match at the last show. After like, you mean during. No love lost there, but that man's definitely got a chip on his shoulder. And let's face it, it's entirely justified. He has had a terrible year. It has not been a good year for uh, the big man, Bryant, this year. He has taken loss after loss. He has lost his chosen one, Cuddy, for the most part. Where's Cuddy been most of the shows this year? Uh, like, yeah. he's, he's, he's a angry man. He's got, like, an axe to grind. And, like, it, this is a big match. It's a title match for him as well. So he's going to bring us a game. He's going to be one to watch. Yeah. No, it's, um, yeah, and again, um, Wellington High is is huge in Wellington wrestling history, right? It's where KPW used to be. That's where they used to film the KPW shows. It's where Charlie Roberts got a start. How this is where Bryant started all those years ago on the Halloween show for KPW in this building. And he's still wearing the mask. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just a slightly smaller jackass now. Anyway, um, um, yeah, I'd say it to his face if he was here, but he's not. So, yeah, just have to take my word for that. Um, no, yeah, this 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 match, is, yeah, it's going to be a good one, and I, no one's going to give up easy. So, you whoever wins this match. Whether James Shaw retains or Charlie Roberts regains the CPW championship, or Bryant becomes the first time, you know, becomes champion for the first time, you know that that person who walks out with that belt is the man that deserves it. Because, like Bryant said in a promo that was released today um, with Blair the Flair Rhodes, that James Shaw, 28 times champion. 
that you you don't get to be a 28 times champion by being um the the coward by hiding away you have to be you've got to have steel within you you've got to be a fighting you know you got to be a fighter to win that many and and james sure it's don't let the 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 gimmick the the robe you know fool you he's you know He's that James Shaw. I've seen the unforgivable James Shaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you've got Charlie Roberts, who is legitimately probably the best professional wrestling wrestler in New Zealand at the moment, you know? And and you've got Bryant with the biggest chip. Yeah, it's not, it, it, this is going to be brutal. So it's going to be fun to watch. High stakes. Yeah. At Wellington High yeah. School. Yes. This Sponsored by High Spots. No, no. <laughs> I could make a comment, but uh, <laughs> uh, Ryan Harvey, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, no. So you come along, you can still get tickets. It's, uh, they will be, you know, this is limited because they are selling out quick. But go to Event Finder, just type in CBW Trick, and it should pop straight up. Um, yeah, get in now. I believe there's still very very limited amount of front row seats left um and 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 a bunch of general emissions ones so yeah come along let's bring bring wrestling back to the city and, and show wellington what we should be doing so yeah. boom uh doors open from six thirty. show from seven yes yes And we are quickly running out of time here on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks. So if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at PBNH Show. Uh, you can email us, pbnhshow at gmail.com. If you've missed any episodes over the last six months, you can catch them at npr.nz forward slash show forward slash PBNH Show. Uh, we are also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you're listening on Triple Nine AM, stay tuned for the wrestling roundup coming up at 11 PM. Shoutouts to Grady and Josh. Uh, also, go and check out the uh, Wrestle Cafe. They are back uh, on Radio Southland. Uh, Shout out to Richie. Yeah. Uh, also, thank you to New Zealand on air for supporting what we do. And massive thank yous also to Raygun and Jay for joining me here on the show. Help you out. And thank you, Sammy. Please insert witty remark referring to your t- Tinder account here. Tripods, 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 wacky waving inflatable arm tripods. Uh, we'll hopefully see you this weekend at CPW Trick or Treat at Wellington High School. Otherwise, tune in from 10 p.m. next week here on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks. See ya! If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate.